Welcome back, hip hop purists, to another episode of 40 Years of Hip Hop, where we review and dissect a thousand songs over the span of 40 years from 1979 to 2019. This is your host with the many alliances, the G Man, aka the G Money, also known as the Incredible G, aka the Shin Kuro Guy G, and now known as Mr. Hip Hop. Forever Hip Hop is out now. Go check it out at mixcloud.com at Forever Hip Hop, where we don't only play the hits, but have the dopest mix, never heard before songs, lost songs, unknown selections, and album cuts. Let's take a trip down memory lane. Early 90s rap was raw, and my teenage years were blessed by countless rap classics. I remember that HBO started a series of rap pay-per-view TV special concerts to capitalize on the rap phenomenon that was exploding on the scene. Their first was 1992's Monsters of Rap. It was special with Digital on the Ground as the headliner, along with opening acts performance by Tupac, Naughty by Nature, Queen Latifah, and Paris. I also recall in 93, HBO released another dope concert with Onyx, Snoop, Dre, and Boss all on the same show. That's where I got to see Boss perform live for the first time and was introduced to her music. Be on the lookout for this week's episode on Friday. For the special 100th episode, Mr. Ron and I will both do a live video podcast review together. Something we haven't done since the 2020 pandemic started with Volume 2. The selected song will be the classic It Takes Two by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Be there or be square. Today we'll be reviewing episode 99, Deeper by Boss. Born Lichelle Laws, but better known by her stage name Boss, sometimes stylized as B-O double dollar sign. She was a fabulous rapper from Detroit, Michigan. Yes, the rock city where legendary MCs such as Eminem, Where's the Five Nine, all came from later on. She had to leave Detroit to get a chance in the music industry, so she left with a DJ D for California to leave her dream. Originality. What makes this song original? I remember when this track came out, I was like, this chick is hard as fuck. The production was dope. The Barry White scratch samples were rough as hell. Her lyrics and delivery were surreal and convincing to me, and I was like, but this girl don't play. Her whole tape was lit. It's one of those tapes that kept disappearing around your friends. I remember my tapes. I had to buy it two or three times that tape because it disappeared. A simple black and white video with a reggae chant anthem bridge by Papa Juggy that went like, Hey, hey, I guess it's best we tell them mom every time she comes, she's detrimental, mom. Yes, mom, know this. Don't make me tell them again, mom. Whoa, she too hot to tell a man, she too hot to tell a man, she too hot and every boss you know that. Uh. Yes, she too hot to tell me she too hot For inside she comes, she said the posse get flat come. And for all these reasons, for originality, I have to go with a 4.5. Courtesy of Discogs, Wikipedia, and AllMusic.com. A fun fact, after the success of her first opus, she moved to Dallas in 95 and took a radio gig co-hosting a nightly hip-hop show on K104, a stint that lasted nearly five years. 
where she'd interviewed up the moment rappers including Yo-Yo, Biggie, and Busta Rhymes. Delivery lyrics and flow. The song's lyrics are dope. Boss talks about the deep issues and how she copes with them. She actually wrote her own lyrics on top of that. Her flow and voice tone is simply unique. Reminds me of a female version of the DOC. Would have loved to hear a collaboration between them. A dream project. As a hip hop quotable, the whole verse too. When she says, bitch, I'm not the woman to sleep, but I'm lost, you that's deep. Cause I be on some old, I'm tired of niggas, trying to come up with bitches type thing, what can I do? And if I don't react the way he want, he might swing. His little trick bitch ass is in another direction, then don't even use protection. I hate stupid shit assholes, can't avoid you. And if worse came to worse, I'll run a front on unemployed. Cause who the fuck cares that I got gray hairs and can't sleep? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's deep and deep and deeper. And then I got also the whole verse three. When she said, hey yo, I got them buck wild trails living fall kills. I'm trying to get to Watts, but I'm stuck in Baldwin Hills. Damn, trying to find myself for real though. Check it. If I just rewind myself, I see it. It ain't that hectic. Y'all don't hear me talking, but it's time to get a stack. Cause I'm about a second away from going back to the corner slinging dope. Now you know you don't wanna do that shit. Ganking clockers, jacking high, capping marks. I may be losing my mind, but better that than my heart. I hear you. I talk a lot of shit, but I can't back. It all the fuck up. I'm real cool, people, until some bullshit gets brung up. Look here, believe me, I ain't coming out my crib trying to snap on life and run out and do some dumb shit. So I'll be taking another sip to relax and get them problems out of my mind that distract me. Life is working on my last nerve. Yeah, I hear you, G. I'll see you ass next week. Peace, you. That shit is deep. And for all these reasons, for lyrics, I have to go with a 4.25. Courtesy of Genius.com for the lyrics. Drum rolls, please. My top five boss song from the only debut album, Born Gangster. So in any particular order. I got My Sister is a Bitch featuring AMG. This was the first feature on AMG's 1991 debut studio album, Bitch Better Have My Money. And was also included on a debut album. Then you got Recipe of a Home on the album. Then you got Deeper, the song that I'm reviewing. And we follow up with Born Gangster featuring Admiral D. And my fifth choice is Explanation of a Mad Bitch. That was a song produced by MC Search that was featured on the original soundtrack of the 1992 movie Zebra Ed. It was a movie by Oliver Stone. And the song was in the soundtrack before being added on the album. But on the album, they changed the title to Diary of a Mad Bitch. For those that don't know, Zebrahead was one of the first modern black movies about interracial love and hip-hop and featured Michael Rappaport and Bush Wright in their early roles. The soul track also featured the first major release of a young feature rap god named Nasty Naz with his song Halftime. So this was my top five song by Boss. Production and beat. What makes this good or bad? The beat is simple, perfect, and raw. All the samples on this beat were stitched together so brilliantly by Dev Jam and recorded on a four-track recorder. No one does that anymore. Who is Dev Jam? 
Jeff is an alternative rapper of the late 80s and early 90s. He was born in Arnhem, New York, and he released two albums that were praised for social, political lyrics and original beats. Additionally, he was also a member of the West Coast Rap All-Stars, a collaboration of West Coast-based hip-hop artists who released the anti-violent single We're All in the Same Gang in 1990. This is a song we will review in one of our seasons because it's going to make our top thousand list. Def Jeff didn't get his break until he moved from New York to Cali and signed with Delicious Vinyl, the famous label that signed to Loco. After his second album, Def Jeff moved into production full-time. Since the 1990s, he has produced, written, and arranged and remixed for artists like Nas, Snoop Doggy Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kimberly Locke, Maxwell, Avant, Tupac Shakur, The Eastsiders, and Shaquille O'Neal, among many others. He also worked with Crazy Bone and Tug Light Records. He also produced the theme songs for the Disney sitcom That's Raven, featuring Raven Simone from the Cosby Show fame, and the series The Game. Here's an excerpt from YouTube with Dev Jam as a guest on Digital's Underground Money Bees Going Way Back radio show, where he discussed working with 90s female rapper's boss and producing the song Deeper. Dev Jeff met Boss in LA before she was famous. She and her DJ D had nowhere to go while struggling for a record deal, and Dev Jeff heard her freestyle and saw the talent in her, and let her stay at his crib for a week working on music. After a week, nothing clicked musically because Boss wanted something more gangster and hard compared to the black to the future sound of Dev Jeff. Then they separated, and she went back to Detroit, and they lost touch. A few months later, Def Jeff heard her on AMG's track, My Sister is a Bitch, and was like, oh, it's that girl boss that I work with, and realized what she sounded like with the kind of beat she wanted. Then he met her at a convention later on. Back then, rap convention was the way to connect with rappers and producers, since there wasn't any internet or social media to get connected or reach out. The good old days it was. Back to after the convention meeting, Buss was now a full-fledged artist signed on Def Jam Records, and her debut album was already done. She couldn't forget what Def Jam did for her back then and called up Russell Simmons and told him, I'm with Def Jam right now and I want him on my album. Then she put Jeff and Russell on the phone and they negotiated everything, and the result was the hit song Deeper, which became the main single of the album. The beat contains seven samples. The hook riffs of 90% of Me Is You by Gwen McQuay from 1974. Vocal lyrics from the rock pop Under the Bridge by the Red Hot Chili Peppers in 91. Vocal lyrics I'm Gonna Love You, Just a Little More Baby by Barry White from 1973. The bass of Promised Land by Dennis Brown, 1979. The hook riff of Arlem Clavinet by J.J. Johnson from 1972 and the bass from the reggae dub Dub Fire by Aswad from 1982. And for all these reasons for production, I had to go with a 4.5 out of 5. Courtesy of Resample.com A fun fact, 
After being dropped by Def Jam, who rejected her second album, she made a comeback in 2001 when she collaborated with Crazy Bone on his album Tug Online. In 2004, she released a mixtape titled The Six Million Dollar Mixtape, produced by Def Jam. With no success, Def Jam claimed to have shopped a mixtape to almost every major label and met with resistance. People were always asking about how she looks, what her age is. It was never about the music, but an appearance in this modern shady rap industry. Before we get back to the next section, we at Full Years of Hip Hop use Buzzsprout to broadcast our podcast and get our show listed on every podcast platform available. So far, our podcast is listed on over 20 platforms and reached 20,000 downloads in less than a year. As a Buzzsprout member, you will get a great looking podcasting platform an audio player that you can drop into your website, even WordPress. You will also benefit with detailed analytics and tools to promote your episode like audio video snippets of your podcast called Soundbites. My favorite benefit is that I get to generate a second revenue by talking about something that I'm passionate about. Think about it. Are you afraid of something? Try podcasting about it. It's as easy as one, two, three and can generate you a secondary revenue. Get started for free, no credit card required, cancel anytime, no contracts. Use the link in our episode notes to let Buzzsprout know that we referred you, and if you sign up after your trial to a paid plan, you'll receive a $20 Amazon gift card and help support our show. Buzzsprout is the way to go. Relevance and longevity. Did it stand the test of time, if so how? Yes, it did. The album brought Gangster Peak at number 22 on the Billboard Port charts, and number three on Billboard, R&B charts, according to Nielsen Soundscan. It sold also 378,000 copies on its first week, a huge number for a female rapper back then, since no female rapper had gone cold yet. Boss suddenly had legions of fans. Russell Simmons was correct in predicting American kids would embrace hardcore female rappers. Little Kim, Foxy Brown, Yo-Yo will be nothing without Boss. She's the first one to start calling herself a bitch. Her first album was a hit. That's unbelievable. It also charted as number 65 on the Billboard Hot 100 singles, number 28 on Billboard R&B singles, and number one on Billboard rap singles. It also made the Billboard Dance Music maxi single sales as number 25. The song also was featured on Def Jam's Greatest Hits Hardcore, and that was released in 1997. The song was covered as Kim Gets Deeper by Little Kim on her Miss Gold mixtape in 2008. She definitely killed it on that beat, man, Little Kim. The song was sampled over three songs, Fired It Up by The Brat in 1994, Everything Is Business, the remix by King Pink Skinny Pimp in 96, and the song New Pussy by Lloyd Banks in 2009. The song had two versions, a radio edit that was censored and an LP version with explicit lyrics. And for all these reasons, for relevance and longevity, I had to go with a 3.75 out of 5. A fun fact, Boss, whose relevance at that time was so demanding that she even received many fielding calls from Madonna at that time, who wanted to work with her. That would have been a good collab with Madonna and the boss. Would have loved to hear that. Impact. How did this song impact hip hop culture? 
The song Zip Up is forever sacred in the temple of hip hop. In 93, this song was harder than most of her male counterparts rappers' songs that were out there at that time. It is a song by a female MC that will forever live on. Such a classic and strong song that forever changed the way a female rap artist is seen and what they can achieve. Sadly, the shady industry wasn't ready for her and they didn't push it. There's a video on the YouTube channel, SV Mix Radio 1, of the legendary Detroit rapper Boss performing her mega hit, Deeper, live. It was a mere months after a kidney transplant and weeks after the loss of her mother in 2012. This was a classic moment with DJ Dez, formerly of Slum Village. Go check it out, she's still as fine as pretty as hell 20 years later. And you get to see more of her, what she looked like, because back then she always had the shades, the hat, dressed like a man, and now on that video you could see she's a really beautiful woman. You could see it back then, but you see her, she, you see her girly side now. And for all these reasons, for impact, I had to go with a perfect score of 5 out of 5. A fun fact, the story is crazy and sad. Everyone keeps talking about how she got exposed as being a fake gangster because in 1994, Wall Street Journal article revealed that Boss didn't keep it particularly real. She was only treated like this because she was female. You know how many fake male rappers are selling millions, all of them until this day and age. The funny thing is, if you actually listen to this album, she never hides the fact that she came from a good background. In Deeper, she states, trying to get to Watts, but I'm stuck in Baldwin Hills. She's telling you that she, were, she wants to go to LA to do a career, but she was still in Detroit, you know, in the, in the suburbs. There's also a voice message played on the album where her mother is stating basically, you came from a good background, why do you want to do this? People didn't understand that she related from the time she left a comfortable life in Detroit to go live her dream in LA. And in LA, she experienced hardships to survive until she got a break in music. She had to go to selling dope, you know, slang, gang banging, and everything. Boss is one of the most unsung female rappers ever, and the girl could rhyme her ass off. It's a shame. I think the industry wasn't ready for such an hardcore talented female MC back then. And when you see now, people like Young M.A. is a reincarnation of the boss as a new talented female gangster MC. So to sum it up, for originality, I had a 4.5 out of 5. For delivery lyrics and flow, I went with a 4.25 out of 5. Production and beat. I got a 4.5 out of 5. Relevance and longevity, a 3.75 out of 5. And for impact, a perfect score of 5 out of 5. For a total of 22 out of 25 for the song Deeper, that comes sums up to 88%. Thank you, fellow hip hop purists, for tuning into our podcast at 40 years of hip hop.bossproud.com and clicking on the supporters' hard icon to buy us a coffee. That's our Patreon so that we can continue our weekly podcast journey until we reach 1,000 episodes. We're also available on all other major podcast platforms and YouTube. Follow us on social media at 40 Years of Hip Hop on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. We've also made Feedspot Top 45 Hip Hop Podcast list at number 15. Go check the list. See all links in our episode notes. 
And also, we're now on Facebook Podcasts. It's a new medium. You can find our episode over there or on Mixcloud.com. I'll be back next week with Lesson Learned by Wu Tang. This is the G-Men signing out, and I'm Audi 5000. <laughs> <laughs>